0: It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history It's about you, it's about me, it's about time Hello and welcome to this week's edition of All In. All In is a program dedicated to reminding us all That we need to be closer to the Lord, understanding his word, and coming to a realization and revelation of what his word can and should be doing in our lives. As we move forward, and we are all doing, whether we like it or not, it has never become more obvious to me that being closer to the Lord or being all in with the Lord is really a significant thing. It's really something that needs to be done. Um, The Word of God operating inside of us, transforming us, changing us, causing us to be stronger is something that I don't know how uh, people, quite honestly, are going through life and not having that Word in them, how they're making it through. You know, one of the things that we learn in the Bible is that God always used prophets in the Bible. He had prophets. His prophets in the Old Testament, he has his prophets in the New Testament, and he has prophets, modern day prophets, we are hearing a lot from today. Why is that? Because the Holy Spirit wants to get through a message, and you'll notice that God didn't do anything without first having it prophesied. So prophets are really important, and the way a prophet operates is to seek the Lord, and the Holy Spirit will. Uh, communicate to them what to say. Sometimes they don't even know what they're saying while they're saying it, but then they listen back and they go, boy, did I say that? And that's kind of the way it works. But what I want to point out is right now we're having a lot of duplicates. Uh, What I mean by that is Satan loves to duplicate God, try to imitate God, and try to deviate people and divert them from God. And right now we have a lot of false prophets And unfortunately, they have a megaphone called the media. So when you turn on any media today, you need to realize that prophecy comes in all forms. Negative prophecy might be coming from God, but very rarely is it just negative. It's more contrary maybe to help you, you turn a corner Or prod you, but not negative about life. God wants us to prosper. Jesus came that we could have life and have it more abundantly. He came to give us that life. So, when we hear right now in this year, as we have been hearing, all the negative prophetic words coming from the media— and one of the things that was always a sign of uh, a, a valid prophet is that if a, if a val- if a prophet of God ever had a mistake, then they were then the Old Testament said they were to be stoned to death. You know that was the penalty for being a false prophet. So you weren't weren't in a hurry to walk around prophesying something that didn't come true, and you preferred to have short-term prophecies. Not long term, because if you made a long term prophecy that, and and people were thinking it didn't happen, you might not live to see the actual prophecy come to pass. So today, you know, as we hear the online prophets and the on TV prophets and and talking about the negative things that are happening, trying to speak in advance who the next elected person is going to be or not be. They're trying to convince us with polls and opinions and all the different things that they do on who they think and why they think what they think. And I'm suggesting today as a Christian, it's time for Christians to really let the world know who they are. I don't know if you ever watched the program to tell the truth, but it's kind of, it's been uh, remade right now. And I, I like watching it because you try to figure out who the right person is that fits the description of what they do. And then at the end, you know, where they say, now, will the real please stand up? Will the real person please stand up? And then you have all three of them maneuvering around and one finally stands. Well, how about we're in a day... Well, will the real, and I mean this, will the real Christian please stand up? The Bible's told us about a time when we're going to, for the remnant of God, if it weren't for the remnant, the ones that are hardcore, really into the Lord, it's time for the real Christian to stand up. I'm not talking about the phony FUD duds that go to church just because they want to keep Everybody knowing that they're there and they show up on Sunday, then forget about it all week long and and uh, don't even care what comes out of their mouth. I'm talking about bona fide, real people who want to get closer to God, who want to learn the word of God. And I'm not by any means suggesting that if somebody says they're a Christian, they're not. I'm not doing that. But what I am suggesting is there should be no doubt in your mind and there should be no doubt in anybody's mind around you If you are a Christian, how you act, how you talk, how you react, how you get up every day, how you start your day, how you end your day, Um, not broke, busted, sick, disgusted, weary, tired, beat up, you know, hiding in a corner, fearful, depressed. (laughs) Does that sound like uh, someone that you'd want to be like? No. And that is exactly why I'm saying, will the real Christians please stand up? It's time for you and I to stand up as Christians for who God called us to be. Who do He call you to be? You know, God has a specific plan for your life. Oh my gosh, he, he, he had a plan before you were born. He had it all worked out. He has it all worked out. And all he needs is your cooperation. That's right. All he needs is your cooperation. You know, so how does he get that? Well, he doesn't get it by having you prophesy against what he wants. what What do you mean, art, prophesy against it? Well, when you're speaking negative about your own life, about your own business, about your own family, then God cannot do what he wants to do through you because your own words are prophesying. They are speaking out loud things that you may not want, but yet you say them. But you don't understand. I ha- I, it's the way I feel. I understand. But take control of your feelings. Feelings have nothing to do with God's Word. God's Word says that no weapon formed against you will prosper. God's Word says that a thousand might fall at your side and ten thousand at your right, but it will not come near you. So either God's prophecy for your life is going to come to pass or your self-imposed prophecy is going to come to pass. Which is it going to be? So when a person speaks out of their mouth, they're releasing words. Now, those words have spiritual value. Words affect the spirit world. That's why when somebody is swearing up a storm, you either love it or you hate it. If you hate it, it's because you got closer to God and those words just pierced through your heart. Why? Because it's spirit. Words are spirit. When God said, let there be light, light began to exist at the rate of 186,000 miles per second and continues to expand the universe at that rate. That's why the universe is in a constant state of expansion, and any scientist will tell you that. They know it's expanding, or it would have collapsed already on us. Words are spirit. Words are spiritually activating the Earth's atmosphere. There are frequencies all around us, things you cannot see. You know they're there, especially today, because if wi fis down for 10 seconds, you're complaining. My wi fis down. Wait. But when you find your Wi-Fi and you find the signal on your iPhone or Android device, it's going to ask you to select this particular Wi-Fi. And it might even ask you for a username and password. Huh. You mean there's intelligence held in these frequencies that we can't see? And how many frequencies are there? If you could see the full spectrum of what goes on around us, and every time you speak a word, it ripples and rips through the atmosphere, causing spiritual things to happen. When a prophet of God spoke, and or speaks today, it's spoken with a confidence that came from the Lord. It's not a weak thing. It's a prophecy. And when he prophesies into the land, it has a spiritual uh, connection. It connects spiritually to all the things necessary to bring that prophecy to pass. How do you think witchcraft works? Witchcraft is getting people to agree something bad about someone, conjuring up a spell, speaking it, chanting it, singing it, whatever. Why? Because words are connected to the spirit world. There's a dark side and there's a light side. The dark side is out to hurt people. That is under the curse. We have been redeemed from the curse. That's what the Bible tells us that we have been redeemed from the curse that's attached to the breaking of the law. But that doesn't change the fact that words are spiritual. When you speak any word out of your mouth, it's going to do something. Really? Every word? Yep, the Bible actually says that we will be judged... For every idle word. Why do you think that is? Because every idle word is spiritually connected and doing something. So even when you say, oh, I was just kidding. Do you know so-and-so is such a lousy whatever, whatever, whatever? Oh, I was just kidding. No such thing. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man or woman... Believes down here, and so the core root of love or hate jealousy selfishness is driving What's in the words now words are Containers that's right. It's a container. You ever have a little Tupperware container You open the lid up and you put stuff in you seal it up and it's sealed words are sealed but inside of those words are contained the seed of what you're thinking and what you're believing in your heart when you say that word. So you can tell me all day long, you were just kidding that you're probably going to get sick or probably everything always goes wrong or this happens to me all the time or that. You can tell me all day long that you're kidding and I'm going to tell you that your words, are the, what's contained in them, when you say them, is going to do something. It's causing a reaction in the world. Listen, the world is word-activated, and words that are sent to do things, do things. The world doesn't know when you're kidding, It does not have a sense of humor. It simply reacts to the word and what's contained in that word. So that's why you can tell if somebody says something, if they actually believe it, because if somebody says, you know, I think I'm going to be all right versus I know based on God's word, I'm going to be healed totally. There is a strength contained in those words that's released into the atmosphere causing things to change. Words are spiritual. So everything that's said, everything that you say, every idle word matters. If you are upset with the politicians today and you're speaking negative words about them, you're probably going to not only see more of that, but you're going to see that come back at you in a way that you don't want it to. Love needs to come out of us. In anything apart from love it causes bad things to happen. We need to love each other. We need to forgive each other. We need to work together. This whole spirit of division that's being driven into this earth by Lucifer the master divider, he's scared out of his he's scared out of his wits. Jesus is coming. Guys, Jesus is coming. Jesus let me say that again. Jesus is coming soon. Now, tomorrow morning? Now, maybe, maybe not. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it's ten years from now or twelve years from now or more. It does not matter. What matters is he's coming. And he's going to ask you what you said. He's going to ask you where you stood. Did you stand with God? Now, see, God has an agenda. Some people say to me, you know, which side are you on? Are you a Republican? You're a Democrat? You're this, you're that. What are you? I am a child of God. And I receive what God... I want what God wants. Not what either person on the... I, there's nobody in this earth that, that I'm following other than the Word of God. However, there are those who are closer to getting on God's side, and they're the ones I choose to follow. The ones that are trying to carry out the plan of God as prophesied by his prophets, as spoken by his Son, and as promised in his Word. And I am trying to identify the difference between the two and those that are closer to the Lord in what their actions are showing are the ones that I choose to follow. So this whole disruptive move on the earth right now, we're going to tear everything apart, tear it all down. If there's any Christian out there that thinks there's a good reason for this, I really think that you really need to evaluate what you think and believe. Because you need to understand that God came, Jesus came, pay the price for all sin, for all men, for all race, for all time. And we are to love one another as Christ loved the church. Now, number one, we need to pray. Prayer is going to make the difference or break the difference. We have an election coming up. Very important. No Christian can sit this one out. You sit it out, you'll be sorry. You will be sorry. That's all I'm going to say. The Lord has told me that he is not going to be very happy with any Christian that does not get up off his rear end and get out there and vote. And vote the way God wants you to vote. Vote for what God wants. Now, there are many out there who want to just tear God apart. They don't want to face the fact that there's a God. If you notice, Satan does not want to deal with that whatsoever. He doesn't want to deal with it because he knows his time is short, and he's trying to make everyone he can think that you don't have to be accountable to a God, there is no God, don't worry about God, just do what feels good do what you want. Let's get revenge. Let's get retaliation. Let's divide. Let's conquer. And so Lucifer does not want to face God at the end. He's going to. It's already decided. And it's going to be very difficult for him at the end of this age to uh, have to be marched in front of everyone and for everyone to see how ridiculously ignorant and stupid he is. But that's ter- that's the most humiliation you, anyone can ever have. I mean, he already got humiliated when he tried to overthrow heaven and he was thrown out of heaven. He was cast out of heaven and he was humiliated because he was the highest archangel. He was in charge. He was the anointed cherub. But he was cast out. So that was very humiliating, but nothing compared to the day which is coming, because uh, obviously he tricked Adam into eating from the fruit of the tree he wasn't supposed to, and Lucifer got control of planet Earth, and he became the god of planet Earth for a season. And all those people that are now reacting to his way, you can it's pretty obvious, like the, the, the separation of two cultures, it's separating big time. So the sheep and the goats are separating. And in the separation of that comes the actual knowing that Jesus is coming back. Oh, he's coming back. And then what? You're going to have to report in. And Jesus is going to want to know what you did and what your words did. And how are you? I'll tell you right now, knowing what I know, if I didn't have something good to say, I'd keep my mouth shut. I would shut it tight. And the reason for that is I want to speak prophecies of, first of all, I believe America's about to turn around big time. I believe America is about to be born again. It's the church that has to stand up. If anybody's taking a knee, it ought to be the Christian out in public taking a knee to Jesus Christ. And that's exactly what I'm decreeing here today, that if you're taking a knee, it better be to Jesus Christ. It better be to God because that is where the power is. And if you're not going to stand for Jesus, and yet you're going to somehow stand or kneel with somebody else to a false idol, a false cause, a false God, that's dangerous ground. I forgive you, and I'm sure God has forgiven you, but right now, the real church needs to stand up. Who is the real Christian? Who are those remnant that are called to this day, this moment, this hour? Who are you? Do you know who you are? You are part of a remnant of believers that God has been grooming for years, maybe decades, for this such a time as this, this moment, this hour. Are you ready? Are you ready to stand up and tell the truth? What is the truth? The truth is that God loves everyone. He's forgiven their sins, and they need to start receiving him into their hearts. They need to receive the Lord their God as God and to bow their knee to him, to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit. That's what they need to do. Each one of us needs to turn towards the Lord and acknowledge him and then ask the Holy Spirit to teach you to speak with your tongue prophecies, promises, words, words that God wants spoken. So, the question becomes in this hour, not what do you want to happen? Not what do you want to happen anywhere in office, but what does God want to happen? What has he decided he has a goal and a plan for, for right now? And if you can ask that question, and the Holy Spirit will speak to you and answer it, then you speak on God's behalf, and don't be afraid to speak. Speak out. Speak up. Speak to the wind. Prophesy. If nobody will listen, just speak out loud. Many years ago, the Lord d- instructed me to put together a book of scriptures. Um, I call them power scriptures. And um, at first, just reading them, I organized them. It's like, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And no weapon formed against me will prosper and putting on the armor of God. And I have, I don't know how many scriptures in this book, but it takes me about 20 five minutes to actually go through them and then he instructed me i want you to speak these scriptures out loud now at the time he gave this to me which was a many many years ago i didn't fully understand the power of that but i would f- speak them out loud and i would hear them and the bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So, when I spoke them out loud, at first when I spoke them, it was like a weak voice reading something. But as I began to do this every day, over and over and over again, there was a strength building in the Word. And what I was really doing was prophesying God's Word over my life. And then one day he said to me, and when I say he said it, I didn't like have an audible conversation here. It just dropped into my heart. But one day he said to me, I want you to look in the mirror in your own eyes, and I want you to speak these scriptures out loud as boldly as you possibly can. And that's when I realized this was a method for transforming my mind, renewing my mind with the word of god and as i did that i changed my my attitude changed my my weaknesses weren't as obvious and all of a sudden i became bolder and stronger in the lord just by repeating these scriptures out loud Looking into my own eyes in the mirror, and I even tried it like getting real close, you know, so I'm really close to my own eyes. Man, you can feel it. I was speaking to my soul, and I was prophesying God's words. Do you know the Bible says that God's word will never return void? So you can't lose, but you have to speak it. If someone doesn't speak the word, you can't hear the word. And if nobody's speaking the word that you need, you need to speak it. So the scriptures became the basis for speaking out loud. And what I realized is that all the bad habits and things that were not good would fall away. When you do this for 30 days in a row, 60 days in a row, 90 days in a row, you will find that Habits habitual habits of swearing and using bad language and just being being what I call You know broke busted sick and disgusting. They fall away They stop they cease and all of a sudden you realize God wants you to prosper God wants you to be whole God wants you to be healthy. God wants you to be wealthy God wants you to share that wealth God wants you to walk around seeking out those that need help, pray for them, feed them, pay their bills, do things out of love, not out of hatred, not because you're all wound up and you want to fight a war, tear things down. That is never going to work. So if you're a Christian, if you call yourself a Christian, and somehow you find yourself taking sides with the hostility that's out there, You need to question yourself, but more importantly, you need to stop talking. Take the Word of God, get that Word, speak it out loud, and use it to transform your life. I put together a book that's free, it's online, and I'll explain to you how to get that uh, in the next segment. But it's free, and you can just download it as a PDF, print it out, and you will find that the scriptures, you can change them, put in the ones the Lord tells you to put in for you. But we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: I believe there are more instances of the abridgment of freedom of the people by gradual and silent encroachments by those in power than by violent and sudden usurpations. A quote from James Madison.
0: And we're back. And uh, now that we're back, and uh, we've been talking about words, we've been talking about transforming, renewing your mind. And we were talking about this time in history as being one of the most amazing times a time that will transform. You'll never forget these years, especially because of what happened so far this year, what's about to happen in the next four years, the next eight years, the next 12 years. It's going to be miracle after miracle for those who trust the Lord. Now, for those who continually to allow foul words to come out of their mouth, for those who allow condemnation put down, Uh, all that crazy stuff to just take over because they don't know any better. I'm praying for them because they don't know any better. But they will reap what they sow. And this is a day where reaping and sowing matters. It always has, but it's been elevated. It's been escalated because this is the day where the angelic hosts, the angelic help has been released into the earth to see to it that God's word comes to pass. That's their job. Their job is to watch over the Word of God and to ensure the fact that God's Word always comes to pass, never returns void. However, if you're not saying God's Word, if you're not using God's Word, then their hands are tied and they have to just sit there. Everyone's got angels on standby for them. But they're not able to do anything or move unless you're using God's Word to release them. God's Word is the powerhouse. God's Word is the legal system. God's Word cannot ever be broken. If it did, He would have to cease to exist. So, all the angels have been dispatched into the earth for this hour to see to it that God's Word comes to pass in your life if you are declaring God's Word. If you know God's word to declare it, if you're speaking it, if you're believing it, if you're agreeing with it, then they have the legal right to continue to work on your behalf. And sometimes that's a big war. There's a spiritual war going on just to get your prayers answered. There's a spiritual war going on just to get you what you're asking for and believing for but you can't quit. If you quit on the prayer or you quit speaking and knowing and believing, then the angels, again, are stymied by you. They can't go out of of, um, order here. They have to keep within the courts, within the law and order of God. And they can only move on God's word as directed by his prophets, which are you and I, speaking God's Word into this earth, it is the prophecy. It is what we're prophesying. You're prophesying your future. Now, time on earth tends to make things go a little slower than we like. However, I believe we're not affected by time when we use God's Word and that we can see instantaneous miracles. So, time is a variable controlled again by God's Word. Everything's controlled by God's Word. The whole earth is upheld by God's Word. God said he measured the entire uh, area of the earth with the span, which is, is your little finger to your thumb, eight inches or eight and a half inches. I forget what it is, but he, he did that and he measured everything. He measured. You know, God is has made everything in balance. Could you imagine calculating the weight of the earth so that you knew the earth would continue to orbit and not fall out of orbit because the weight was balanced? If you ever put a, a tire on your car that's not balanced, you can feel how rough it is, especially in the front when you're trying to drive that car. Those tires have to be balanced. Things have to be in order. The earth is balanced. The earth is in order. God has it set. And all we have to do is recognize how powerful His Word is. His Word holds it all together. His Word said, let there be light. Light began to exist. His Word said, let there be life. And we have that life. They breathe the breath of life into you, into I, into myself. And so, here in Isaiah fifty-four thirteen, it says, All your children will be taught by the Lord, and great will be their peace. In righteousness you will be established. Tyranny will be far from you, and you will have nothing to fear. Terror will be far removed. It will not come near you. If anyone does attack you, it will not be by my doing, says the Lord. Whoever attacks you will surrender to you. Now listen, this is Isaiah, the prophet. He is prophesying. And what is he saying? First of all, your children. All your children shall be taught, and great will be their peace. Taught of the Lord. Now, do you have children that aren't responding to the Lord? It's time to invoke this promise. It's a prophecy, Old Testament, but God's word never returns void. So how do you do that, Art? How do you invoke that over your children? You take it and you say, Lord, these are my children. Now, one thing I want to say about children is that you have the blood right you, blood is powerful. That's why we have the blood of Jesus. You have the blood rights over your child's life because you brought that child into this earth. And their blood, your blood is in them. And legally, you have a blood right. So you can take this prophecy, you can take it and invoke it over your children and say, I demand that this prophecy come to pass over my children and name them. All your children shall be taught by the Lord and great will be their peace. If you have a child that's not in peace, not peacefully living life, you have a right to demand that based on that word. Release that word into their life every day. Speak it into their life every day. Speak it over them every day. Speak it out loud every day. Say, my children, all my children will be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of God upon them. Great shall be the anointing of Jesus upon them. Great shall be. All my children and grandchildren shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the anointing of Jesus upon them. You have the right to invoke that. That's a blood right. That is a blood right the blood of Jesus, okay? And then he says, in righteousness, you will be established. Now, who's righteousness? If you're waiting to feel righteous, it isn't going to happen because every day you have the chance to realize how inferior you really are and how many times you make a mistake, fall down, fall into a trap, let Satan talk you into doing something or saying something that you shouldn't, and so you don't feel worthy. I guess the word is worthy. Worthy to receive from the Lord. So would, would God still want you to have this? Yes. And here it says, in righteousness you will be established. Whose righteousness? Jesus' is righteousness. Jesus is the only one that had the righteousness that was worthy for God to accept. And we accept Christ into us, thereby We accept his righteousness. It's not mine, not my righteousness. My righteousness is of our Lord Jesus. So it's not my righteousness. It's his righteousness in his righteousness. In righteousness, you will be established. Tyranny will be far from you. You will have nothing to fear. So, wait, wait, Art, I, but I do fear. I have, I'm worried every day. I have anxiety every day. No. Decree this over your life. Speak it. I will not fear. According to Isaiah 54, 13, I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not live in fear. I do not have to. It's a promise from God, and I'm standing on it, and I have invoked my blood rights with Jesus. My righteousness is of the Lord, and my bloodline is of Christ. So therefore, I have the blood of Jesus backing me up. Terror will be far removed. You should not be terrorized. You should not be afraid. It will not come near you. And if it does, it says, if anyone does attack you, it will not be by God's doing. So God has not organized any mobs and any crowds to come upon you. He has not done it. No, 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 no he is only doing for you what you need and that is to keep you safe whoever will attack attacks you will surrender to you how will that happen cuz you will say i am of the lord and i am of isaiah 54:13 and by his stripes i'm healed and no weapon formed against me can prosper is that what you're saying or are you running in a corner to hide are you listening to the false prophets and you wondering, how with this false prophecies out there, you know, how you're going to make it through the next day? Because you can't wait to get up the next day and watch another report from the false prophets that are telling you that the world is filled with doom and gloom. Will the real Christians please stand up? Will the real remnant please stand up? I'm calling for the remnant of believers. Stand up. Tell the truth. This is the moment to tell the truth. I'm calling for it. (coughs) Rise up. Speak out the truth. Speak out the word of God. Let people know who you are in Christ. Do not let yourself, do not let yourself cave in. Stand up. Tell the truth. Be the remnant. It's time for the body of Christ to take their stand. Hebrews eight six. But in fact, the ministry Jesus has received is as superior to theirs as covenant of which he is the mediator is superior to the old one, since the new covenant is established on better promises. Now, up until Jesus... Everything was based on the prophets and the promises of God through the covenant with Abraham. But at the point where Jesus went to the cross, died, went into hell, defeated Satan, came out, everything passed away. All the old was passed away. And what's being said here in Hebrews eight six is Jesus is superior. These promises are superior. You don't have to rely on the Old Testament only, because now we have Jesus, the New Testament. We have the prophecies. We have God Almighty in the New Testament in a blood covenant with us. And this is superior to what used to be in the Old Covenant. Superior. Did it come to do away with the Old Covenant? No. But it came to fulfill it. You see, all of the things of the Old Covenant, keeping the laws, the Ten Commandments, all of that. You might have lied to yourself a few times and told yourself you kept them all. But I guarantee you, you haven't. And God, Jesus, did. He kept them all. He was the only man who could. So that you and I don't have to. But when we fail, it's still the standard. But when we fail... We take his righteousness. We take on his righteousness. He did it. He did what you could not do. Stop blaming yourself. Stop thinking you're inferior. Stop acting like you're inferior and stand up as the righteousness of Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing. Will the real Christian please stand up? It's time for you to stand up. Here in Hebrews 13:20, now may the God of peace, remember he's the God of peace, not of war, of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant bought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good For doing his will, and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. So the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant, this this covenant of Jesus is eternal. It cannot be broken. You know why? You know why it can't be broken? You say, but I, I sin a lot, you know, or I make a mistake, I fall down. The covenant isn't with you. God made a covenant with Jesus. Jesus had to keep every word of the covenant. Jesus and God have a covenant. That cannot be broken because Jesus fulfilled the law. He fulfilled it. And in fulfilling the law, he rose from the dead. And it says it right here, back He brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. And may he equip you, which he brought out of the grave, everything you need to be equipped for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him. So Jesus is all the while doing within us what is pleasing to God when we accept him into our life. You cannot keep the covenant. You will not keep the covenant, but you will, through this awareness, because you've accepted Jesus, know when you've broken it, which means you can turn to the Lord and say, I have messed up. I am sorry. Forgive me. And in that second, the righteousness of Christ comes upon you. You are, God cannot see, will not see your sin anymore. He blots it out. Why? Because if he saw the sin, he couldn't bless you. So he doesn't just forget it. He blots it out like it never existed because, you see, he's looking at Jesus. He's looking at Jesus and he's saying, he's sinless. He kept it all. And when you and I are in Christ, that's what he sees. That's what it means when we say we are the righteousness of Christ. We put on the breastplate of his righteousness God looks at you and he sees Jesus can you believe that is that tough to swallow that God looks at you and he sees the righteousness that of everything Jesus did right he sees in you so then why do you find fault with your brother and sister don't because God doesn't we are to love one another as Christ loved the church. We are to do it, and we are to do it now. This day, this hour, this moment, we are in Christ, and we are His, His, We are to be out there standing up as the Christ-chins, the Christians, the Christ-made people, with a testimony showing that we're different. God wants to bless You, you should come out of this whole thing more blessed, better health than ever before. Why? Because God has arranged it that way. Are you a believer, or do you just say you are? Listen, will the real Christian please stand up? Will the real Christian please stand up? Exodus 23.20 See, I'm sending an angel ahead of you, to guard you along the way, and to bring you to a place that I have prepared. Pay attention to him and listen to him in what he says. Do not rebel against him. He will not forgive your rebellion since my name is in him. What does that mean? That means if you rebel against God's word, the angel cannot help you. He can't forgive you on his own. The only way the angel can help you and forgive you and work with you and get you what you need is for you to accept that Jesus died for your sins. And if you are lying to yourself or joking with yourself about that, remember I said there's no sense of humor here. What words come out of your mouth, you cannot you cannot curse God one minute and bless be blessed the next. It's not the way it works. You can't have bitter water and good water out of the same well at the same time. You cannot do it. The angel cannot do anything apart from God's Word. You need to be speaking God's Word. I'm hoping that today's message has to do with you realizing that you can change your direction this week just by changing your words. That your words have everything to do with where you're stuck in life. If you feel that you don't have enough, you're not moving forward or this has hurt your business or your family or whatever this whole shutdown with the covid, I want you to change your vocabulary and start saying our family is blessed by the Lord and find the scriptures. Remember I told you I there's available online. You can go to armiesforjesus.com and download uh the the uh the free Booklet of scriptures or you can go to all in uh, All in dot. Uh, I think it's all in for for faith.com Or all in for Jesus one of those two it's it'll be on the screen as I'm talking here If you're watching this in video and all these messages are available in video at, at the all in website so I encourage you to take and change what you're saying. Words are spiritual. Words have power over your future. You're literally prophesying your future. A lot of times you hear people say, I feel like I'm on a merry-go-round. I keep ending up at the same place doing the same thing. Well, that's why, because you keep saying the same thing. You keep saying the same thing, you'll keep going in the same direction. Change your words, take God's word. Put it in your mind. Put it in your heart. Speak it out of your mouth. Dispatch the angels to carry out what God's word is saying. You know, part of, part of receiving is giving. You need to sow. The sower sows the word. In Mark 4.11. Jesus said, and they said to him, how does your kingdom work? And he said, the sower sows the word. And if you don't get this one, you're not going to get any of the other parables. The sower went out to sow. God's word is the seed. The sower sows the word. The word f- goes out to do the job. Some fall by the wayside. Some fall on stony ground. Some fall on good ground. Right? Some of the weeds choke it out. What's the weeds? False prophets keep telling you it isn't going to work. Family tells you it isn't going to work, friends. So it chokes the word and it becomes unfruitful. When you go out to plant seeds, tomatoes, potatoes, anything, you don't plant it on asphalt, do you? You plant it on good ground. You need to become good ground and sow God's word out of your heart into the earth so that his word can change your future. I don't care what it is, it will change when you use God's word to change it. This truly is the reason why when somebody says to you, how you feeling today? You should never, ever say lousy. You should always, as a Christian, say, I am a blessed man or woman. I am blessed because I am blessed by the Lord. A thousand might fall on my side, 10,000 might get sick at my right, but it will not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I look and see the reward of the wicked, for I have made the Lord God, even the Most High, my habitation. Have you made God your habitation? Are you habitating in his word? Are you hiding under the shadow of the Almighty? That's Psalm 91. And to get under that shadow, you need to know where he is. He is in his word. He is his word. His word is him. And Jesus is the word. And was born in the earth, became flesh, and dwelt among us. To prove, to show, the destiny that God has for each one of us when we learn his word, apply his word. God went through a lot to get the Bible written for you and I. To Read are you reading it? I mean the people who gave their lives for those stories that you are taking for granted Take those stories take those words and put them to work for you Your life can be transformed in the next 30 days by simply changing what you say This is all in and we are all in with the Lord. Don't let the false prophets tell you how to think Don't let the false prophets tell you what to say. You take God's word and forcefully speak it into the earth and dispatch the angels of God to carry out what they were created to do. They were created to carry out God's word on your behalf. We'll see you next week on All In. I hope you have a great week. Be blessed. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time.
1: In Ephesians 6.16, the Apostle Paul says that above all, to stand against the devil's schemes, we must pick up and use the shield of faith. This faith shield is perhaps the most important piece of defensive armor against the fiery darts of the wicked one because it's versatile, mobile, and capable of protecting the entire body. Hello, I'm Sam Rohr, president of the American Pastors Network with another Stand in the Gap Minute. Faith is that unswerving trust in God to do all he says he'll do protection from the fiery darts, those temptations from the devil, those enticements to the sins of blasphemous thoughts and unbelief. The sudden urging to do wrong or entertain sinful thoughts is what only true faith can protect against. These fiery darts like speeding arrows come suddenly and from unexpected places. They pierce and penetrate and can set the soul on fire. How's your faith, Shield? Will you join the battle for truth with us at Stand in the Gap Radio and TV, Sign up at standinthegapmedia.org.